Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things wedding. You will hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros alike about love and entrepreneurship. Let's dish. I am Sarah Allipin, the host of The Wedding Dish, and I am also the CEO of both Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. And I have my little Snorosaurus French Bulldog Bud up here um, in his little podcasting chair taking a little snoozer. Um, so today we have a really fun guest um, with a very, very interesting wedding story. I'm really excited to share this with you. She is the um, founder and CEO of Backbone Business, and she is recently married to an amazing human. Um, I'm very glad to introduce you to Jess Joswick. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah and Clouseau. <laughs> I know that he he plays a, an important part of this podcast creation so and production. <laughs> he was very put out when my plant fell over a couple minutes ago right before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a calm workspace. You know, he cannot create <laughs> with chaos. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to dish with you about your wedding. I know there were so many elements to it, and I'm really excited to hear the details. Um, But let's start with your proposal. So tell me a little bit about your proposal. Yes. So um, we got engaged uh, in February 2020. And so little did we know how interesting of a time it was to uh, kick off the wedding planning process. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're both pretty low key people. Um, we don't really, you know, stand on ceremony, <laughs> so to speak. You know, we're both introverted um, and we just kind of were sort of homebodies. You know, we keep it, we keep it private. We keep it quiet. Uh, for the most part. And um, so our proposal was just perfect, um, honestly. So Prashanth, uh, my husband, planned to propose um, when we were on a day trip. Like we went to Orange County. We live in in the Los Angeles area. And we just kind of like went to this beach with tide pools for a day down in Orange County. And so I had... I. I was going to say, did I plan it? I can't remember. I think it was kind of collaborative. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so he was going to do it there on the beach. Um, but when we got there, uh, he said later, like, there's just too many people. There's, you know, some, some family nearby, some dogs or whatever. Like, it was just too chaotic. It was too, there was just too many people around for his taste. So um, he... It held off. And I didn't know anything. I mean, I had no idea. We'd been together for five years at that point. So I was like, well, at some point, you know, we had, we had started talking about marriage, you know, definitely. Um, like, yes, we're on board. We're on the same page about it. <laughs> like this is happening, but I still had no idea like when it was going to go down or anything. So I had, I had no inkling that day. Um, and it was kind of hot. So whatever, we just kind of like had lunch. It was a great day, but we didn't get engaged that day. So 
<laughs> he actually proposed the next day when we were just at home. It was very chill. We were kind of like waking up in the morning, you know, it's like Sunday morning, um, very relaxed. And he just popped the question and I was like, are you, is this a joke? Like, are you serious? <laughs> Cause I'm kind of half awake right now. <laughs> so, um, but yes, yeah, so he was for real. Um, and, and then we just celebrated with, you know, brunch at home. And again, little did we know that we would be doing that a lot more in the next 18 months. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's so crazy. I I didn't realize it was mid-February because I saw you at the end of February 2020. Um, yes. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't realize you had just gotten engaged. Yeah. Yep. We were, I don't know, three weeks into being engaged. And in that time, like, you know, the, the gears of wedding had, had started to turn. Um, so we're both from Michigan. We're, we're basically from the same area. We're from the same County, um, near Detroit. Uh, and so it, this plan started to take shape <laughs> and right away it was just like, overly complicated <laughs> even for somebody who was into planning a wedding which neither of us were um neither of us were like uh, like i i was not the person who like dreamed about her wedding i never sort of you know daydreamed about what it would be like or what i would wear or anything like i was just like i have no idea and i really am not interested in doing this um i'm interested in getting married but not the wedding so, um, but our, our parents kind of had other plans. <laughs> yeah. Let's so, dive into that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what were your um, parents thinking? <laughs> well, so our parents, so my, my husband is Indian and they definitely wanted, um, actually not the big, you know, Indian weddings, right? Like 300 people, 400 people, whatever, a lot of people, multiple days. So they weren't actually expecting that. I think they had sort of given up hope. Like you're getting married in your late thirties. Like you are just like over the hill in our opinion. Like we're just happy if you're, that you're getting married period. <laughs> um, but we still do want a Hindu ceremony. So we were like, okay, that's, that's great. That's a reasonable and great request. Um, and then my parents um, just like wanted to invite a lot of people. <laughs> they had a big wedding. Um, it was very like fancy. Um, and so they're all about, you know, going all out. I'm an only child. So they were just like, this is our one shot. Um, and we're just going to do it up. And that was not the vision that we had, as I said. <laughs> um, so we had about six weeks of basically heading in a direction that neither of us were super interested in that involved going to ceremonies and two receptions, one in California here, one in Michigan, you know, one Indian ceremony, one non-denominational like western ceremony like one party one reception like it was just it was just a lot it was basically too 
entire weddings. And um, my mom, I kind of sent my mom on a scouting mission. And the first place she looked at, she was like, we should book it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this was like three weeks after we got engaged. She was like, you need to book this venue. So it was all happening very quickly. <laughs> and I was already super stressed out. Um, and then, you know, by this time it's March, 2020, like the pandemic is really starting to ramp up and, uh, that derailed all of these plans. Um, and yeah, that's where we were by, you know, it was six weeks, of mad dash and then boom, like everything stopped. So had you booked anything at all before the pandemic kind of hit? No, we had not booked a single thing, thankfully. Um, So we were not, yeah, yeah, because, and I had so many, well, not so many, a few friends who had, you know, were getting married, had booked a lot of things, had to reschedule a bunch of stuff. And, you know, thank, I mean, thank God we had not, you know, made any commitments besides to ourselves. I mean, to each other. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, the most important one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So how did you feel about that once um, after the six weeks happened and we you know, went into lockdown in both LA and where I am in DC? Um, and I, I have no idea what Michigan did at, at March 17th or 16th oh, yeah. when we all went into lockdown. But um, how did you feel when that started rolling around? Well, obviously confused and scared, you know, on a, on a macro level, like, you know, what's going on with, with the world, what is going to happen, you know? And I mean, we just stopped planning, obviously, like we started looking for, you know, toilet paper (laughs) and all the things like all the things that we, yeah. So like all the things we were worried about, um, in, you know, season one of quarantine, so to speak, um, but honestly, I was like, I, we kind of both looked at each other at some point and we're like, okay, like this is clearly, we clearly can't plan anything. We were going to do something in fall 2020, at least one of the ceremonies. And we were like, okay, well, I don't know if that's going to happen. Like this <laughs> seems, and it, we were just like, oh, thank God. Okay. Um, so honestly, you know, the pandemic it, it, in terms of our wedding <laughs> was a godsend. Um, and that's, you know, weird to say, and obviously it's, it's horrible. It is not, um, it has caused so much upheaval and so much sadness and grief that like we are all still dealing with. And, um, you know, so I'm not trying to make light of it or anything, but, um, you know, it really gave us a window. It gave us an opportunity to think about what would be meaningful to us what would be helpful to what would feel aligned to start our, our marriage, you know, um, not, um, the wedding or the celebration that somebody else wanted, not the thing that, you know, our parents were really hoping for, but the thing that we really want. And I think that like, I know that, I mean, I can speak for myself. I personally really struggled with that being an only child, you know, having it all, this is kind of something that my parents were really looking forward to. I know like for years they've talked about it, you know? And so I definitely felt like 
worried that I was going to disappoint them in this area. Um, you know, worried that they're, they're not going to get the thing that they, they've really wanted. They're also older, you know, they had me a little bit later in life. And so I just know that this is something that, you know, it's a big milestone for any parent, you know, even if you have a lot of kids, it's still a really big deal. So there was definitely some guilt that I worked through about that. Um, but cause I know that, um, you know, weddings aren't just for you you know, they're not just about the couple. So as we reimagined our own ceremony and, and what we wanted to do, looking at options and when we could do it and all of that, I really thought about what I wanted to, how I could honor my family in some way. Um, and frankly, both of our families, you know, um, you know, people that we've lost recently, um, you know, try to incorporate people who are important to us, even though we could only have, you know, I think the maximum ultimately was 10 people at our wedding and we had fewer than that in person. So anyway, we'll get to that. But so that's what that was kind of going through my mind, you know, last spring, last summer, just thinking about um, trying to figure out when we could do it, when would be, you know, a safe time to do it or relatively safe, um, you know, even not that any part of 2020 was safe because nobody was vaccinated, but, um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was kind of a little bit tough to figure out, but, um, an opportunity presented itself, (laughs) um, at, at some point as businesses started to innovate, like businesses in your industry, you know, I mean, I know, you know, folks who, a lot of people had to pivot a lot of people, especially when you did events. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we couldn't gather and you know, some people, some people did it better than others as in all things. Um, some people tried things that ended up not working. Um, and some people just kind of threw caution to the wind because they needed to pay their bills. And luckily I wasn't in that circumstance, but I, I mean, I, saw other people going through that kind of um, thing. Yeah. Uh, But that's, you know, that's a whole different can of worms. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) um, But it's so interesting to me um, as someone who also had a very small wedding. And um, I know when we were together in February 2020, we talked about this and how um, my parents were very disappointed, and in they do not look back on my wedding and remember being disappointed. Um, mm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I have an awesome memory, so I remember <laughs> them being disappointed throughout. And my dad is very much like um, he wants everyone else to be happy. He's a people pleaser, but my mm. mom wanted her brothers there, and that went up to seventy five people, and which is insanity to me from seventeen. Um, wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, I mean, not that she has that many brothers, but you in not inviting the first cousins would have felt a little bit weird. Um, yeah. And totally. and my dad has a big family. My mom has a big family. And then it would have included Philippe's, um, my husband's side too. Um, mm-hmm. So it, the number just went up super fast. Um, the budget went up super fast and not everybody was particularly pleased with us. Um, so in the, you know, I, 
and we haven't really gone through your wedding day yet, but mm-hmm. um, I'm curious in the end, you know, how, how did your parents feel? Um, did they feel complete from the wedding that you did have? Yeah. So ultimately, um, I was really nervous about having that conversation with them, to be honest. Um, and so, um, ultimately I think it was sometime maybe June or so, um, I, you know, sat them down, so to speak on FaceTime (laughs) and just said, look, you know, we want to get married this year. We, that's our priority. Um, we, we really don't, we have no idea what's going to happen. We really don't want to just sort of put it on hold indefinitely and have to deal with all of that, but also just like not know when we're actually going to be able to get married. And so, um, while this was, you know, before this conversation, uh, Prashant and I had already talked, um, about some options and, um, the opportunity I mentioned <laughs> that presented itself was um, one of my friends who's a wedding photographer had started a backyard wedding um, kind of, it's not a separate business, but it was a collaboration with a planner and with some other vendors. So it was basically like, you know, and it was totally a pandemic, you know, uh, offer pandemic baby, um, like get married in your backyard or, you know, slash some kind of outdoor, like small location, um, with a, you know, maximum number of people of, I, th- I think it was 10 or 15 or something like that. Right. But it was basically like a wedding in a box. And we were like, we have this, you know, great backyard. Um, we have the space, uh, and this seems like great for us because we don't have to plan it. (laughs) You know, it was very minimal planning. Um, and so I just said, you know, we really, we want to do this and we think that this is a great way to do this. We want to, you know, gather, um, safely. And they ultimately, they were like, you know, when it really came down to it, they were aligned with, our timeline. Like they were more interested in seeing us get married than, than all of the, you know, pomp and circumstance, which is super fun. And, you know, there's no judgment to people who have those, those types of weddings. Like, Hey, I love to go to them, you know? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but planning the, the thought of being, of planning that, of going through all of those steps, even with a planner of, you know, being the center of attention, we were both like, I, I wanted to pass out or throw up or both. So, um, anyway, so they ultimately, you know, were like, gave their blessing, so to speak about this plan. And, and Prashant's family did too, you know, they, um, and it, it actually, it was, it was so funny. It ended up that Prashant's brother and uh, Prashant's brother got married a week before we did like a week and a half before we did. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, in all honesty, they planned theirs first. <laughs> so we were, you know, the annoying people who came in and were like, oh, we're going to get married just right after yours. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was literally, uh, let's see, they got married. Yeah, it was like six days after, after their wedding. Um which in in our defense, we were going to do it later, but um, it 
I wanted to get married on Halloween <laughs> because I'm a big Halloween fan. Me too. I yeah. love Halloween. <laughs> I was really, yeah, I was going to lean into like a spooky wedding, but, um, but it was not an auspicious day in the, in the, in the, the like Vedic calendar. It was not, um, uh, you know, uh, Prashant's mom checked with, um, with their Hindu priest. And, you know, so they have a, uh, the astrologer there was like, it's, it's not a good day to get married. So we switched it to a more auspicious day. So, yeah. Um, so the parents by the summer, by the time we like, you know, put down the deposit and, you know, all of that, like we had to make a decision about the date. They were, they were a hundred percent on board. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. That, you know, it's the whole conversation is difficult. I can imagine having that and and feeling. You know, we love our parents. Like the last thing we want to do is disappoint them. Um, yeah, totally. It's a lot of weight for you to bear. Um, and honestly, you know, there is there is often a different level of expectation that falls on the female if there is a female in the couple. Um, yeah. Or generally, there's more of an expectation that falls on one person, whether, you know, um, some people, some people, it's the opposite or, you know, um, but, but there tends to be, you know, one, one person who both families look to, to see the plan. Yes, Um, absolutely. (laughs) That I would imagine that would have been very difficult for you, you know, going through the stress of the pandemic in general, and then just really wanting to start your life together in a different way than yes. what you were, you know, living together as an engaged couple or just living together as in a relationship as partners. Um, you know, yes. I I can understand um, I, that there would have been some stress involved in that conversation, and I'm I'm so relieved to hear that your family was happy. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it was stressful. I think, you know, both of us were, we were under like different expectations and different pressure. Totally. Um, you know, but speaking for myself, the, the pressure was definitely more, um, about planning and about like having an opinion about like just balancing, you know, my mom is a huge planner. She loves planning parties and anything really. So, um, any event and it was just really hard for me to muster interest in like having an opinion about the flowers, (laughs) having opinion about all. I was just like, I don't, you know, all I want to do is like be with people who are important to us and, you know, make a commitment publicly. Um, I'm not going to remember the flowers, you know? Um, so that, that stuff wasn't super, that it, it wasn't important to me, honestly. Um, uh, it looked great though. I have to say. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. The pictures are the people, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the people who are into that stuff, more power to you. Like I, you know, you make it, aesthetics are super important. Like you make it special. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with it. Um, I'm just not, I'm not the person to look to, (laughs) to have an opinion on it. (laughs) Oh my, I am the worst planner. I really am. I, people don't believe me when I say that and I don't understand why. And it might be because I'm good at logistics for events when it's not something that it really involves me and I'm, I'm hosting for someone else. Yeah. 
I'm horrible <laughs> with decisions for my own stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Like somebody else, can't someone else do it to quote Homer Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are really good at planning. You're so organized. But I get it. You can be you can be good at something and not like to do it. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. And it's it's a different beast when you're getting paid to do it or when you're doing it for somebody else versus doing it for yourself. Yes, totally. I mean, I even get like during the pandemic, and we'll take a break in a second, but during the pandemic, I have gotten decision fatigue about um making plans to like have someone over for coffee. Yeah, um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> what else make this plan and i'll just show up like i just can't do this i know i know someone tell me what to do <laughs> just tell me what <laughs> tell me where to be <laughs> tell me what coffee to order <laughs> right <laughs> yeah oh my gosh okay well we are gonna roll into a quick break on the wedding dish and then we're gonna come back in to talk to jess um Joswick about her actual wedding day, how they celebrated, and um, and I'm really excited to hear your favorite moments and yeah. all that good stuff. Um, cool. So we will be right back on the wedding dish. And we are back on the wedding dish. I am Sarah Alipin, your host. I have my little co-host, Cluso the Inspector, still napping right away in his podcast chair. Um, working hard, uh, not definitely not hardly working. And I am dishing with Jess Joswick today um, about her amazing wedding day. I am really excited for everyone to see the pictures on our show notes and on Instagram because they are fabulous. And we are going <laughs> to actually dive in to your actual wedding. Jess. Yes, we've made it. We've made it yes. to the wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Lots of roller coaster leading up to it. Yes. It was. It was really hurry up and wait. Um, so the the day uh, ultimately, uh, first of all, I just want to say that my favorite part of the planning process was I bought my wedding dress on Etsy, and it when it arrived, I fully expecting to you know need alterations, uh, f- just fit perfectly. I was like, great, like right from DHL to my body. Perfect. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You're going to have to give us the link to whoever uh, did that so that oh, anyone yeah. listening can um, check out the store if they would potentially like to get their wedding dress from Etsy or custom Yeah, person. I will. It was, um, yeah, I can't really can't recommend it enough for the, you know, no muss low key bride uh, Etsy. Check it out. There's a lot of I stuff. I wouldn't on have there. ever thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have thought about getting a custom dress other than I would have thought it would cost like $10,000. Oh, it costs $350. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't see my face right now, but I don't think my jaw could have dropped more if I was a snake. <laughs> yeah, it was on it was on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I looked like Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yes, I will definitely give you the link. I also got a coordinating mask with purchase. So it was great. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. We may yeah. need to tell that person to raise her, his or her prices or their prices. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. She's in Israel. As business owners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that was a great find. But um, and also, you know, just. It, knowing this, the, the coordinator, like everyone was great. 
Um, you know, she was super, um, she made it really, really easy. So shout out to all of our, all of our vendors were great. Um, ultimately on the day we, we, it was a very small crowd. Um, and we at the kind of at the last minute, um, included a, um, zoom concierge, uh, service and one that had a, uh, provided a screen so we could see everybody and actually talk to them, you know, kind of like on like a, a talk show, <laughs> like they've That's been doing amazing. during the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Like the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> actually, she doesn't do it, but you know, anyway, so we could talk to them. Um, and that turned out to be a, such a highlight for everybody. All of our guests talked about it, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So on the day we we held the ceremony in our backyard and the reception um and um also kind of at the last minute um decided to rent like a long table for dinner and some like nice things to make the table look pretty and all of that um which the planner f- figured out because again you know it wasn't going to be me <laughs> yeah you didn't want to do that you yeah. Homer Simpson to that with can right. someone else Homer do it? Simpson, yeah, to all of that. But her suggestions were just amazing and on point. So um, in attendance were um, just our immediate families. Um, and then my oldest friend, you know, friend since kindergarten. Um, and so that was seven people plus the officiant um, and the and the Zoom DJ course. Um, and, and the photographer. So we're looking at 13 total people. Yes. Yeah. And the planner. So yes. And, um, you know, I walked down the aisle to, um, a Fleetwood Mac song. Um, the aisle being the walkway between our house and a, (laughs) the, the couch area, we have a pergola and, you know, where the ceremony was basically. Um, it was, it was just great. Like the, the, I was, you know, we were both definitely nervous, but it was a good kind of nervous. It wasn't a nervous, like, oh my God, where are the vendors going to show up? Like who's, you know, getting into a fight, like right before the ceremony, like all of these things, not that I'm really nervous about people we know getting into a fight, but just all of the interpersonal things that can happen when you bring family together um, and even friends possibly. And it's, um, a, you know, it's a highly emotional day. So yes, yes, it was emotional, but all of the emotions that everyone had were, were good, you know? Um, and uh, it was, it was just, it went by so fast, but it was, you know, some of the highlights, what sticks out in my mind is just like the moment uh, before we walked out, we walked down the aisle together. So just like the few moments before that, we, we were like, oh shit, this is happening. Um, and the vows that we, we wrote, um, I mean, his were just so touching. I was like, whoa, where did you, <laughs> where did you get that? <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> um, you know, and um, seeing people after the ceremony um, on Zoom, we were able to, the DJ, you know, asked 
if anybody wanted to say anything, basically, um, give us well wishes and things like that. So as we were all drinking champagne, um, people kind of toasted us and it was just, it was so nice to be, you know, a few months into the pandemic. Again, we didn't know how long it was going to be. We still don't really. Um, but it had felt like, and there were a lot of people who I, I hadn't seen, you know, um, well before the pandemic hit. So just seeing them um, give us well wishes and, you know, tears, happy tears. Um, uh, you know, again, my friends, we had friends who just said like the nicest things. It was, it was really fun. And um, everyone talked about the Zoom DJ afterwards. <laughs> like, where did you find, you know, it was so cool to see that that guy just did such a great job. Um, you know, he really had the like we had two cameras, you know, two phones like set up so they could see different angles. They just raved about it. So shout out to the Zoom, the Zoom DJ, a DJ company that like totally pivoted in the pandemic. <laughs> it's yeah. so smart. I love that mm-hmm. they were able to speak and toast you. Um, that's really special in a different way. Um, And there's a huge value to that because that really makes the guest experience feel like you're there, you know, as much as you can. Um, And I I really love that for you too um, because I'm sure – do you have a recording of this? I feel like you probably do. (laughs) So that was the one thing that they – we don't have a recording it was, yeah, that was like the one kind of sad part of our wedding. Um, and so that's a bummer, but we have the memories and um, they're really great memories. <laughs> you know, I just really appreciated being able to talk to people and um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we had, Absolutely. you know, special time with the people um, who were there in person. Um, we got, um, the dinner was a takeout from our favorite uh, Lebanese restaurant. And yeah, yeah, which was great. And we had three desserts because we're, that was the one thing that we, that was just over the top. Um, <laughs> we had a regular cake, a gluten-free cake, and this like really fancy jello mold that I found on Instagram. Um, and my, and I got it because my dad loves jello. So we had three. <laughs> um, yes, it's important to have a lot of dessert. You know, you don't want to walk away with with people feeling like, oh, man, you know, where was where was my cake? Or, you know, they ran out of donuts or whatever. So I just I needed. Gosh, I didn't get any yeah. of that jello. <laughs> didn't get any of that jello. Gotta have it. So, Yeah. I love um, that it, you did that. That's a really special touch for your dad, too. <laughs> he really liked it. I don't think it appealed to most other people, but it's fine. <laughs> but it meant a lot to your dad, and that at the end of the day, that's really important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and ultimately, you know, the, the parents um, – every, they all said something, you know, they all made a toast. And, um, I think that it it seems like, I mean, they told me afterwards that it was very meaningful for them. And so I think that like, everyone sort of got what they were hoping for. 
to a certain extent. Um, I know that there are, you know, I have extended family members who are like, oh, well, you know, we still, we love to party, you know, we still want to party. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think that like everyone, I think walked away sort of feeling like something meaning we had done something meaningful. Um, we had made it personal and they felt heard in the planning process. Um, which I think is the, is the most important thing, the most important part. Yeah. I think that, you know, there, there are a lot of amazing pieces that go into big weddings. There are a lot of amazing pieces that go into small weddings, but the thing for me with mine, and it sounds like for you with yours is that I was able to create a really personal experience for each person where they felt super connected to us and they knew how much love we had for each person that was there. Um, and it sounds like you did the same thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um, and because we had such a small group, it wasn't like, I mean, we definitely, we definitely talked with everyone, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I talked, this person came from so far away and I talked to them for 30 seconds. Um, we, you know, really got to chat with everyone. Um, and didn't hurt that we had just seen most of them (laughs) at Prashant's brother's wedding (laughs) the week before. But, um, but even if we hadn't, it it was it felt really, really nice to to just have that time. And I'm just really, really grateful that we were we were able to do it. You know, we were able to do it. We were able to um, not be super stressed out. Like this, I was really, really worried that I was going to be. We were both going to be too stressed to enjoy it. You know, and too worried about this and that to to really like be present and enjoy the the wedding. And that, that did not happen at all. You know, we, I remember, you know, so many parts of it, um, just because I was able to, to, to stop and and enjoy it. And we have such cool photos of, you know, around our house, basically in our neighborhood. So that's, that's also really fun, including a picture of, of one of our cats, which I saw that. It's a very sweet photo. If I, it is say so really myself. sweet. It is really sweet. It's one of the ones you sent us to use for um, social media and things, so everyone yeah. will get to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to incorporate cats in a wedding. So. Very difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same as dogs. <laughs> no, no. I have seen people do it, but it depends on the cat for sure. Yes, yes. Because much like. Cluzo cats have a lot of thoughts and feelings and opinions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're they're just going to do what they want to do. You know? Yes. Sleep Including, hide. you know, walk in front of your computer while you're on a Zoom call. Oh, all the time. Constantly. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's amazing. Um, so Jess, is there anything that you, any advice that you would give to someone who's going through the planning process right now, something you wish that you had known, um, either at the beginning or along the way that you could share? Man. Well, I think my one piece of advice goes back to what I was saying about people feeling heard. Um, I, can speak for my, our families. And I I think, but I think it applies to a lot of parents, um, guardians, loved ones, family members who 
have a lot of opinions about what you should do or what they want to see. Um, is that sometimes it's more important to have them feel heard and have them be included in any sort of at any sort of level in every any sort of way you want to them to um, than it is to follow what they say they want because you know when the rubber meets the road um, they're often I found at least that they um, care more about um, you know what the wedding really is supposed to be doing <laughs> and um, you understanding why these things are important to them, why their requests, why they're making their requests, than actually doing the requests. And that's not a definitely not a blanket statement. It's not applicable for everything <laughs> and every family. Um, but keeping that in mind, um, once I kind of realized that, and you know, was willing to have that conversation with them even though it was super uncomfortable and stressful, um, made everything else easier because they felt like they were, they were part of it in some way. And that, okay, like we understood that why they were having these, um, why they have these, these preferences, let's say. Yeah, that's really important. And that's really great advice. Um, I think I pushed back against more than I listened. And I wish that I had, um, that I had that advice when I was planning my <laughs> wedding because, um, you know, I, inst- I was resisting instead of, um, instead of letting people feel heard. Yeah. See, it's easy to do and it's easy to get so heated about stuff. Um, and it's easy to feel, you know, almost victimized. Like, why are they saying this? Or why are they, why do they want this? You know, I'm a different person and and all of that. It's almost like you revert to being a teenager (laughs) when it's with your parents. Um, but you know, I found that I just needed to take a deep breath and a step back and be like, okay, hold on a second. What's really going on here? And that really helped. Very wise. Very wise. I love that. That's super helpful. Jess, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us on The Wedding Dish today. Um, Where can people find you online? Yeah, so this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Um, So folks can find me. Uh, My business is called Backbone Business. So I hang out on Instagram pretty often at Backbone Business like a spine. And then, um, my website, uh, you know, finding out more about how I work with online entrepreneurs who want to really build high ticket programs is, um, backbone business.com. Awesome. Um, and we will link to all of that in the show notes. So it'll be super, super easy. And we'll also have the transcript and everything from this episode, um, super easily accessible to everybody. Um, And Jess, I just really appreciate this. This has been so fun to catch up with you. And I'm really glad that we got to share this story um, that I I was lucky enough to kind of see unfold throughout this process. (laughs) You did. You did. (laughs) Um, Amazing. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into The Wedding Dish and um, and joining us to hear Jess's story. And... um, Make sure you follow or you um, give her a follow on Instagram. She's awesome. She's always sharing great content and she's just a a delightful human. Um, 
And while you're there, you can follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast. And you can check out our website, theweddingdishpodcast.com, for show notes, apply to be a guest speaker. Um, you can get access to premium content and all the things. We are, you know, always keeping that updated. And we'll be sharing tons of amazing photos from uh, Jess's wedding. It's, she did, su- they did such a great job. Um, Thank you. And we will catch you all next week. Just thank you for being here. And everyone have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, Sarah. Bye, everybody.